0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good evening everyone. So now uh, we're continuing in Dafa Shavua in a very interesting subject, namely the parameters of Chalitza. Uh, the Gemara on Kuf Beis Amod Aleph had the following uh, question. Reb asked the if you have two shoes, one on top of each other, what's the halacha? Gemara says, what's the case? If you remove the top shoe and the bottom shoe still on, well, that's not called me'al raglov, you're not taking the shoe off, off of the yavam's foot, you're taking the shoe from something that's on top of his foot. Sigmar says, the Shilah is rather in a case where you rip the upper shoe and then remove the lower shoe. So by removing the lower shoe, in fact, you're uncovering um, you are removing from directly on his foot, but the foot remains covered because the upper shoe is still there. So in other words, you rip the upper shoe, you now have access to the lower shoe, you then remove the lower shoe, but now the foot is covered by the upper shoe. So is the central ingredient that you uncover the foot, which is not present in this case because the foot will still be covered, or is the main, uh, is the main uh, objective to... Uh, Remove a shoe, which you did in this case. So the Gemara asks, Umi'ika ki hai gavna? Do, Does anybody actually do this? I mean, you're asking the shayla about somebody who wears two shoes. I mean, who in the right, right mind wears two shoes? Why are you asking such a ridiculous question? So Toysus says there are a lot of interesting questions in Shas, you know. Not every question in Shas is practical. Many many questions are academic. Um, so Toys says, that the question is, would such a thing be chalitza? It should be like a shoe, which is not the derach to wear that we learned earlier. You can't do chalitza with. Um, so the Gemara says, in yeah, there is such a scenario. The Chazi Rabanan, Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi saw Rabbi Yehuda, the Nafak the Chamisha Zuze Muki Leshuka, that Rabbi Yehuda went out with five pairs of shoes to the marketplace. So, he was wearing five thin shoes. Rashu says, uh, Rav Yehuda was, a, was very cold. And uh, it, it is a, a possible scenario for someone to do something like that. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar of Yehuda, Yevama Shehigdila, Bein HaAchen, A yevama that grew up among the brothers. Let's say, a woman was married to a guy, and the guy died. And uh, his brothers basically took care of her before they entertained the possibility of Yibam. She's permitted to marry one of the brothers, even though, well, maybe they were horsing around one day and she took off their shoe. Maybe they were playing, you know, they were wrestling and she took off their shoe. They were, they were uh, what is it called, how, how, um, roughhousing and she took off the shoe. We're not worried, maybe she removed the shoe of one of them. Why? We're not worried, says Gemara, that implies time of dole chazina. That that implies, because we didn't see such a thing, we didn't see her take off one of their shoes. Ha, chazina, but let's say we would have seen that in fact she did remove one of the shoes. Chashina were worried that it was a chalitza. I, what do you mean? Nobody had any kavanah to do chalitza, they were just... They're just fooling around. Vatanya, but, but we learned in a whether he was moscave and she was not. Whether she was miscavan and he wasn't. Chalitza she They both have to be mekabein. So why are you saying we're not worried about the chalitza, which implies that it's because we didn't see anything. But if we would have seen a Khalitsa then we, ha- we would have to be concerned, even if we would see a chalitza. What are you, be, what are you concerned about? They, uh, it requires kavana. You need a you need a Sorry, I'm not. Uh, you need, what? You need to see the spit. You need a bezin. You need to see the spit. I mean, there are other <laughs> procedures. In uh, that, that's implicit in what the Gemara is saying. That. The the reason is we're not worried because we didn't see anything, but if let's say we happen to have had now we don't really remember we don't uh, the Gemara in the beginning of the park said you uh, you could use a bezin of hadyoitoyis and and let's say we did have when we did have bezin and and we did see the spit it still not would not be good because nobody was Machavin you mean why did the Gemara ask but don't you have to say psukim? And no, it wasn't like they said psukim. LMI they did say psukim. That's tantamount to kavana. But Aski is asking, what do you mean? Um, oh, we're not concerned. Of course, we're not concerned because there was no there was no bezdin. But but let's say even if there was a bezden, it would uh, even if there was a bezdin, it would not be good if they didn't have kavana. Battery timeout. Okay, so the Gemara is saying even if we saw them, uh, it would be it would it would be um, it would not be chalitz because nobody had kavana. Now this is a major sugya. <laughs> why do you need why do you need kavana by chalitzah? What do you need kavana for? Uh, maybe you would say, well, a mitzvah is kavana, Khalitza is a mitzvah. Now the eyn shir on Sunday um, was very geschmack, It happens to be whether. Chalitza is a mitzvah or not? Or is it only something that matters you lashuk? You know, in other words, let's say the woman doesn't plan on getting married. Is there an union of doing chalitza because there's a mitzvah to do chalitza? Or is it merely something that matters her lashuk? The napgamina would be, let's say, she's not allowed to get married. But let's say she's a katlonist, or let's say for whatever reason she's the wife of a, a melech. That's what we saw on Sunday. So some say you need kavana because mitzvah tzrichos kavana. That, that's not unanimously held. That mitzvahs trichas kavanah is definitely machloekas the mechaber paskins mitzvahs trichas kavanah. Not all rishonim paskin that way, or do we say no? Chalitza is a form of kinyan. The woman is, it's like a get. She's kaines atzma. She's kaines atzma. She's now Muteras. So if uh, a kinyan requires uh, kavanah, but bottom line is the gemara says you need kavanah. Says gemara hachi kamar. Af even though we did see a chalitza we're not worried maybe they had kavana in other words, even if we saw a chalitza being done um, we're not worried maybe they had kavana we're not concerned for such a thing says the the Ikadamri another version time the reason we're not concerned is we don't see anything. But if we would see a uh, chalitza, we are worried that maybe they uh, it's a valid chalitza. That which it says that we need kavana, meaning we're actually worried that maybe there was kavana. The b'risa says, We need to know for sure there was Kavana. It's not enough to be suspect. That's L'shtarui Ba'aot La'ama. To mater a woman to marry lashuk. we need to know definitively there was Kavana. However, to now say that this woman can no longer do Yibam to the brothers because possibly she already gave them Chalitza. We know once a woman did Chalitza, she can no longer do Yibam to the brothers. Mifsula. So in other words, the first version is... We're not concerned at all, Shema Neskavna. The second version is, we are worried, Shema Neskavna, regarding answering her to the other brothers, but not regarding permitting her Lashak. Says Gemara, amarav, amarav Sandal HaTafor B'Pishtan, A sandal that is sewn with linen, ein We do not use for Chalitzaa. Shinamar like the Pasuk says Vaanaalcha Takash and I will show you with Tahash. This is a Pasuk in Yhaskal The Albishka Rikma Vaanalcha Tash Vachbesh Bashesh Vaakasek Meshi. But from the fact that it uses Tahash in reference to a shoe, we see the definition of a shoe is hide and not cloth. So, a shoe that is, uh, has an interior and sewn with linen, we cannot use as chalitza. Says the Gemara, well, if you can learn out from this passage, we should learn out that the shoe has to be tachash hide. The ema tachash in Midiach may be only tachash hide. Says Gemara. Na'al na'al riba. There's an extra word na'al by chalitza, and that's anything like tachash, namely all hide. It says Gemara in riba if you it's marbe everything. It says Gemara So then what do I do with tachash? So tachash sort of sets a parameter of the type of shoe, and the extra na'al is marbe doymele tachash. Boy, mine, rav, Rabbi Elazar me rav. Rabbi Elazar asked from Rav. Who shall are vetaryi shall say What if the shoe is hide and its straps are hair? Mahu. Now, hair comes from hide, but it's not hide itself. This was the question that Rabbi Elazar asked Rav. Amrale, Rav said, Miloy karinon be va'anolcha tachash. Would that not be called and I will shoe you with tahash? This is also considered something that comes from hide. Says Gemara, well, if hair is considered something that comes from hide, then what if the whole shoe is made out of hair? shall nami. Then even if the whole shoe is made out of hair, it should be a valid shoe. Says Gemara, Hahu Karka Mikri. No. A shoe entirely made out of hair is not considered um a shoe, it's considered uh, something called Karka kufresh, Kuf, kuf Aleph not to be confused with ground it's considered something else now the Gemara is going to question the whole process of Chalitza Chalitza means to remove presumably but the word Chalatz has many other meanings in Tanakh one example that I always look to see what the English translation of is Ritsei, te hachalitsei no Hashem leikeinu. Anybody know what the word? Or, chilots atzamais. Chayim sheyesh bahem, chilots atzamais. What in the world is chilots atzamais? Life that Hashem removes our bones? What is that talking about? What does the word chalots mean? It says, Gemara, amar leyrav kahan alishmuel, memai dahai vachotzanalei me auraglai mishlev. Uh, Mimai, how do you know? D'hai v'chol That which it says he will remove his shoe from upon his foot. Mishlaf who, it means remove. D'chsev, like it says. the chiltsu esu avonim bay tz'ras. He'll remove the stone that has the nega. How do you know that the tz'nal is a lashon removal like by tz'ras. Ve'ema z'ruzehu. Maybe it means to strengthen, or to arm, or to prepare. like it says, Arm, prepare men for the war. And then in that case, You'll put on a shoe. Maybe it means to put on a shoe. How do you know it means to remove, Maybe to slip off. Maybe it means to prepare, and then and therefore it would mean to put on a shoe. Says the Gemara, there too, when it says prepare men, how are you going to prepare them? You're going to take them out of their house, you're going to remove them from the house. So, there too, Hechotz is a lesson of removal. God will support the poor man in his poverty. So, there it's a lesson of support. So, then applying it over here, would it mean to remove a shoe? No, it mean to put on a shoe. Sigmar so says, no, there also means to remove. That through the poverty of the poor man he's extricated from the purgatory. biskhar <inaudible> Onyoi as a reward for his poverty, ye shall gehenum, he's rescued from the uh, from Gehenem. I have a question. The Gemara in Baba V'Asra says that Tornis Rufus asked Rabbi Akiva, "Why does God make? If, does God love the poor?" So Rabbi Akiva said, "Sure." So Tornis Rufus says so why, does he, "So why doesn't He give them something to eat?" So Rabbi Akiva says, "So that we could be spared from Gehenna." Why didn't Rabbi Akiva say, "So the ani could be spared from Gehenna?" That's what the Gemara says, and the reward that the poor man is poor, Hashem saves the poor man from Gehenna. Anyway. Ellahadhsiv God encamps his angel around them and he strengthens them. There it also is a lotion of support. So the Gemara says, no, and as a reward for those who fear him, he removes them, Medina So so far wherever we have chalats, it could also be interpreted as removal. I, the Gemara says, <speaking in Hebrew> I, that which it says, <speaking in Hebrew> I will strengthen your bones. This is talking about the reward of saying a kind word to a poor man. And one of the rewards are that God will strengthen your bones. And Rabbi Lazar said, <speaking in Hebrew> That's the greatest of all the brachis. So therefore, when you say Chaim sheishva mechilots atzamis, that's the greatest bracha. So there clearly chalatz does not mean removal; it means to strengthen. The Amar Rava zruze garmi, strengthening the bones. So the Gemara says, "All right, you got me." In mashmachi it can mean removal; it can mean to strengthen. But here it clearly means removal because it says the n'aloi me'al ragloi. The Hachal Isaac Zruzehu, if here you're going to think it means to strengthen, Imkein Lichta Rahmana, Birragloi. He will put on the shoe in his foot. So the fact is, al Ragloi, that implies you're removing it. So, no, I Kasra Rachmana Birragloi, then I would think you can only do Khalits if someone has a foot, but what if someone has a leg without a foot? Then you can't, and the Mishnah said, you're allowed to do chalitz even if someone has something beneath the knee. So he says, Rahman a beragloi. Have a mean beraglay in beshokaloi? On the foot, yeah, but not the leg. So therefore Koz rahmana may aura that even if you don't have a leg. That fila bashukai says, Gmar, in cane lichti rachmana bim may He he prepared the shoe. Not me'al, b'me'al, in, my me'al, that implies that you removed it. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. In the thick of Yavamis, we have a little Agata to Gemara. And it's our favorite, it's very interesting, this is Ram Gamliel, Ram Gamliel, we're we're starting Perkei this week, I have a very interesting diuk, Ram Gamliel does not appear in Perkei He's too busy. Even the night of the there, he's learning halacha. Ram Gamliel, the Teishefta says, was so busy strengthening Khalisol he was not even mafsik for Krishna. But yet, in this Gemara, Ram Gamliel had an opportunity to have a word with a min. And the Gemara says that, Amar who ha'hum Ram Gamliel, a certain min said to Ram Gamliel, Ama dechal You know, you're a nation that God gave you chalitza. God gave you Chalitza. How are you, Rabbi Isaac? You're a nation. We're learning Yavamist, Avkov beiz Amad beiz. You're a nation that God gave you Chalitza. Why? With your sheep and your cattle, you'll go to see God. V'loyim you won't find Him. Chalatz mayhem. He removed Himself. Now, if God gave us Chalitza, and He's our Yavam, then we're in big trouble. Because then He can never do Yibam to us. So it's, He's not just saying God severed His tie with us. But Chalitza is more than severing a tie. Chalitza is worse than a get. You give a woman a get, you can remarry her. But if you, if you uh, do Chalitza to a woman, so you can never take her back. Our <speaking in> brother <Hebrew> said, Shaita, you fool, that's what you're disturbing me for. I don't have time for you. Miksivchalatzlohem <speaking in Hebrew> Does it say he gave chalitza to them? (laughs) Chalatz mayhem. He got chalitza from them. She's the woman. I mean, we're the woman. And and God's the man. And what if a woman removed her own shoe? Would that have any bearing on the relationship she has with her yavam? Of course not. She has to remove his shoe. So it says, (laughs) Chalatz lohem. He did chalitza to them. It doesn't say. Excuse me. lohem. He did chalitza to them. Chalatz mayhem. He got chalitza from them. Vilu yivama the choltsu la achen a yivama that the choltsu la midi meshash Isbe? Look at Rashi. Who kibel chalitza mayhem? He accepted the chalitza from them. mina, <laughs> that she was re- removed her own shoe. There is no chash at all. So therefore, the Jewish people tried to sever the relationship with God. But uh, that's ineffective, there's nothing they could do. We as the Yevama have no way to sever our ties with God on our own. It's only if He accedes to allow us to perform Chalitza, but if we remove our own shoe, that's completely meaningless. Now carrying the Gemara's analogy further, that means in fact, God is our yavam, and we never did Chalitza. That means HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Zakuk to us. And Rebbe Chaim Falaji says the Gula is reckoned as Yibam. Not as Kedushin, not as taking back, but as Yibam. Doesn't it make sense also from Shir sure that we're the, the, the male-female relationship? Yeah, but here from this Gemara it seems like there's there's an element of uh, Yib- uh, the Yibam relationship, you know. In other words, not only is God the groom, but He's the Yavam. Okay, the Gemara continues. Now, the Mishnah said socks, you can't do chalit with socks. If you do chalit with socks, the chalit is possible. It says, Gemara, lememra d'am pil, minalu. You're going to say socks are not a shoe? Uh, sorry, lememra this comes to teach that socks are not a shoe. Utna nami, we learned furthermore. Ein now, the toyrim here is referring to taking off. From the Chuma Salishka. That was, uh, people used to donate a Machsas to the new fund for the Karbonos, and uh, a couple times a year, the gizbar would go in and take from that fund to be able to buy Karbonos. So the, the, the one who's taking from the funds, uh, he enters, he could enter Loibe Pargur Chapos, not with a cloak that has a hem, Loibe Ampilia, not with socks. Because either of these things, he could stash away money in. Certainly, he can't go in with shoes a sandal or with a sandal, because you can't go into the azara period with shoes or a sandal. The sandal azara, you're not to go into the azara with shoes or a sandal, so you can't go in with socks or a long coat. With a hem because he might stash away money. And he can't go with shoes or a sandal because he can't go in shoes with a sandal azarah. But that implies that shoes and a sandal are shoes. Socks are not shoes. So this uh, supports that which we see from our Mishnah socks are not shoes. However, a asks kastira, echon Minal, both a shoe, a sandal, v'antulya, loyataylbahen, you cannot stroll in them. On Yom Kippur, when you're not to wear shoes, loy mi ba'is, the not from house to house, so loy mi to least, not from bed to bed. So that means sandals are a type of shoe. Excuse me, socks are a type of shoe. So you have a stira. Our Mishnah indicates they're not a kind of shoe. When we say you're allowed to wear them in the Azara, unless you're collecting money, that implies it's not a type of shoe. And then here it says you can't wear them on Yom Kippur, because that implies it's a type of shoe. Am um, Rabayi, said, no, that's talking about a different kind of sock. It's talking about cushioned socks. And the reason you can't wear that on Yom Kippur is because they're too enjoyable. De'ispeh Kisisi, it has cushion in it. we there you can't wear it on Yom Kippur because of enjoyment. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Who says you know how to enjoy yourself on Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is very enjoyable. First you get a nice chazan, and he... You know, he gurgles and it's very enjoyable to listen, and people smell us most of the day with besamim. There's no iser of getting tainuk. Um, it says, For enjoyment, if something's not a shoe, it's going to be Akari on yom kippur. Tied a handkerchief around his foot and he went out. So don't give me this idea that you can't wear the sock. On Yom Kippur because it has a cushion. So what if it has a cushion? You know what kind of sock you're not to wear on Yom Kippur? A leather sock. A leather sock is a shoe. A cloth sock is not a shoe. A cloth sock you could walk around in the mikdash or you, and then taka a leather, a leather, sock. Maybe you could do chalitzu with this is also logical if you don't say this that we're talking about a leather sock I'll ask you to say Yom Kippur itself here we said you can't use an Anpilya on Yom Kippur but we learned that you know how to walk around with a leather undershoe on Yom Kippur Rashi says, is thin shoes that you wear under your shoes. It's like a galosh, a leather galosh that you wear to protect your shoes. You're allowed to wear an and in Yom Kippur in your house. Why? That." It's uh Kanban posha, kanvan posha, bag ed know it depends what it's made out of. If it's made out of leather, you can't wear it. If it's made out of cloth, you could wear it. Tanya kvased the rabb. We learned in a in accordance with Raba. Choltsa Beminol Hanifram. If you did Khalitsa with a shoe hanifram, which is Corn, shachofes roiv harega, that covers the majority of the foot, besandal hanivchas, or a sandal that got diminished from so a kavas that is able to fit the majority of the foot, besandal shol a sandal of this a tough type of material, shall siv or brand, the kav hakita, with some type of prosthetic foot. The mok, a felt hard felt shoe, Basmihas Haraglaim. Someone, Rashi says, who walks on his feet and he dra- walks on his hands and he drags his feet, we make some kind of support of leather. Bampilya Shalar. All of these things all of these things, the chalitza is kosher. Okay, we'll see the Tanik of more next week. But this concludes Davkov Beis. Thank you everybody for joining. Wishing everyone a wonderful night. Bracha of Tomorrow, Parshas Achrimos, we're going to speak about the importance of better to be a Russia than a hypocrite. Okay everyone, I'm sure you'll like that topic. <laughs> Cult of... Have a great day. Good night. Rabbi? Good You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com